This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Welcome back. BetQL Daily here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Tuesday after Memorial Day. We've got a lot to talk about here. A lot of baseball coming up later in the show. We'll look at the award races, kind of take a big picture look at the uh, sport right now after Memorial Day holiday yesterday. And we'll get to Joe's Phillies. No question about that. They'll be talked about on this show today. Uh, but right now, let's dive into the NBA Finals. They are set with the Celtics punched their ticket in Game 7. So I'm seeing Warriors minus 160, Celtics plus 130 uh, for the Finals, which starts on Thursday night. Joe, before we get to the Finals and Game 1 and, and the MVP and all that, big picture. I know some of these series so far have been really competitive in terms of games. Some haven't, and most haven't been competitive game to game. It's been a lot of blowouts. The last couple of games in the East were uh, kind of anomalies. But I don't know why. Maybe it's just the matchup. Maybe I feel like we're going to get a long NBA Finals. I don't think the Warriors are going to win this easily. I would be surprised if this ended in four mm-hmm. or five. Uh, I know the, obviously the Western Conference just ended in five. Yeah. I think Boston has enough. Assuming they stay healthy, right? Marcus Smart's been in and out. Horford had to come out and miss time the last series. But if they stay healthy, Robert Williams, Robert Williams, I think yeah. Boston has a chance in this series. I would, if right, my first pick, my initial pick is the Warriors are going to win again. They're going to win another finals. But I think Boston has enough to play with them. Cue the Hawks saying that she has final the, uh, futures on both teams. Yeah, she's ready every she- day. Every day she won. She won a Reddit. She's <laughs> off spending her money somewhere right now. She won. Every day. Uh yeah. I haven't completely landed on a pick, but what we'll get to the odds. When we get to the odds, when you throw the odds in, I really like the boss inside. And we'll, and we'll talk about why. As long as they're healthy. Because again, there's a lot. And they just had a, a pair of grueling seven game series. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know that there were a lot of blowouts, but it doesn't it there's it's still not easy. To go through seven games, well, Golden State has just been sitting chilly, getting a, getting all their rest in. I mean, they could have taken these vacations if they wanted. Uh, you mentioned big picture. Here's the big picture to me, and maybe I'm going too far with this. This was the sport that there is a list of teams, usually, that you could put on one hand that could win the championship at the beginning of the season every year, right? Are we completely getting away from this, or... Is it just, you know, it's happened a couple times recently in sports. And I'm thinking about football with the Bengals at triple digits to win the Super Bowl. They make their run all the way. And in the NBA in particular, this is the third straight year that we've had a team preseason 40 to 1 or better that has made the NBA Finals. We had a couple of years ago, let's see, you had Miami. They were 60 to 1. You had the Suns, they were 40 to 1. And then you had the Celtics. I see I saw 40 to 1. I know some spots had 50 to 1. And then if you think about the rough start, if we go to New Year's Day, th- there were some tickets that are out there at triple digits on the Celtics. It's it's wild. I'm I'm just I don't know that I'm used to this. We know about the variants in hockey. We know about the variants in Major League Baseball. Right. But with basketball and football, we haven't seen that this that much over the years. And we're starting to see it. Like, don't shut it down. Keep looking at those futures numbers throughout the season. And don't X out a team in the middle of the year. So my guess on this, I do think we're moving past what you said. I think this is the new norm. And my my, my thought on it is, is the gap between the best, whoever you rank, I guess Giannis, the best player in the league, number one, 
The gap mm-hmm. between him and the 15th best player, is it as large as it used to be? And are super teams not like LeBron was the best player, right? For a long time, by far the best player. And then he ended up on the Miami Heat with other great players. I just feel like there's less super teams now. And the gap between the fifth or sixth, like I remember we talked about Tatum during the MVP race. Like he's not an MVP, but like, like what's the gap between him and Joel Embiid when it comes to the playoffs? I'd rather have Tatum on my team. I just feel like there's a lot of really good players and there's not so many transcendent players right now. Like Mm. Giannis is the best player in the league. But after that, I mean, I'd I'd rather have the Celtics than have – Luca and his team. I, I just, I think we're having a. It's more. Par- I don't know. Parody is not the right word. Baseball is more like parody in the playoffs. But I right. think what you're saying is going to continue. I hope you're right. I don't I think really you do. need a top five player anymore. Tatum's yeah. not a top five player, is he? I don't think he is. Well, there's like you always a million top five players. Right. If you ask an average NBA fan, how many top five players are there? He's easily top ten, right? Right, but like it used to be, like if you didn't have LeBron, if you didn't have Michael, you didn't really have a chance to win the whole thing. I don't. I I think we're we're not in that anymore. Okay, so if we go, boy, this will shock some people. If we go by win shares, who was the best player in the NBA this past year? Jokic. Jokic, of course. It's Jokic. Here's your top five: Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, Gobert, and Cat. What? Uh, so none of those got to the conference finals. To your point, so what's the difference between, you say, number one and 15? Mm-hmm. Let's say Jokic, Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, any of them. 15 was Durant this year. I mean, 55 games, obviously a big part of it. So let's look around some names that played the full season. Eh. I mean, DeRozan. Mitchell Robinson. I, I, how about Steph? He was 19th in win shares in 64 games. So if he gives you a full season, he's going to crack that top 15. Right. But right. I, I don't think he's cracking the top 10. Uh, I, I think you're right. And, and it, you yeah. know what? It makes it – it's one of two things. At some point, you want the superstar, right, because that's the guy to watch or root for, root against. But there's also something from a betting perspective on this. There's value. I think that's where you were going with it. Like mm-hmm. it used to be, you kind of knew the three or four teams. Now, the Celtics and and uh, Mavericks. Look at the value that was on them in January. It was unbelievable. We started pointing out in January, like these teams are playing really well. And obviously, someone listened. Paul had Mavericks futures. Aaron, as we all know, had Celtics futures. <laughs> like so, like it, there is value there. I think it makes the season more interesting to kind of follow and watch and bet on. You know, and I'm sure it'll happen again probably next year. But if you're looking at the numbers, so to your original point about the difference between the top few players in the league and being a top 15 player, like around that top 15 mark. You could go Steph. I think the majority of NBA fans would disagree. Majority of NBA analysts would disagree with that. But you can go Steph. Where does Luca fit in? Is Luca top five? I don't. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I it's love Luca, but you know there are things that you can pick apart about his game. This version of Durant is he top five still? I'd probably say no. That we- I think does having the best player in these series matter as much as we used to? 
Like I think LeBron and Michael spoiled us, have spoiled us for the better part of what has it been? 40 years? Like most of the time those guys won because they were the best player. They won their mm. series. They moved on. I mean, how many finals those guys play in? 16 out of the last 40 finals or whatever it is? Like, it's insane. Well, look at – Those guys aren't them, right? Like, Luke is great. He couldn't win by himself. No. He dragged them as far as he possibly could. Right. And it was amazing when LeBron was doing that. And some people would discredit him and saying, well, NBA Finals losses. Like, some of these stupid MJ fanboys. Like, you guys are idiots. Because, like, you get credit for making the NBA Finals – you don't get dinged for it. So we're going to give Luca more credit because he lost before getting to the like, – that's just right. an idiotic process. But I think you're right. Okay, so let's spin it to what, we, what we're seeing right now. And it's a fair point about is the best player in the series as important as it always has been? I don't know. I mean, last year with Giannis, you'd probably say it was. But we have the two best defenses in the NBA. Right. We have the best team. Look at the amount of depth that we have with these two teams left standing. A lot of depth, a lot of defense. And that's, you know, to come back to the series itself, it, it brings me back to the Celtics because I I just wonder if Steph isn't scoring a lot. I, the other Warriors are up and down. Like Clay had a big game to end the last series. Pools had some big moments. I just feel like Boston can score enough with all their guys around Tatum whether it's Brown, whether it's Smart, whoever. Um, I think we're in for a series here. It's interesting. Look at the different markets. Curry's the finals MVP uh, favorite, plus 105. Tatum, plus 180. So those two are by far the favorites. Then it goes down to Brown, uh, Thompson, Green, Poole. But there's a lot. I mean, there's obviously a lot of ways to jump in and bet the NBA finals right now. How much is the Warriors' experience going to matter? This Celtics roster has zero games of NBA Finals experience. Right. The Warriors roster has a ton of it. And they should be celebrated for getting back there in the post-KD era. What they were able to accomplish coming out of the West this year, impressive. The road that the Celtics faced compared to the Warriors, not close. Not even close. And we shouldn't criticize Boston for needing seven games to take down the Heat, to take down the Bucks. Remember, they did sweep the Nets. A lot of people would not have been able to do that. But the Warriors have not been tested. Not even close to that level. Mavs, Grizzlies, Nuggets. Two of them were five games, one was six. Mavs, Grizzlies, Nuggets compared to Nets, Bucks, Heat. So how much does Boston have left? How healthy are they, as you had mentioned earlier? I mean, if the defense is healthy, I, I like Boston. And the size advantage that they're going to have it. Another interesting angle to this matchup that we have is you have probably the best team in the NBA in the first half against the best team in the NBA in the second half and the playoffs, two top defenses, uh, the coaching two, that's going to be intriguing. How much of an advantage does Kerr have in the coaching and how much better is Steph than Tatum? Not a lot. I mean, he's better, but I also don't think I don't think Curry shot the ball his best in the last series. I mean, he he had some big games, but I I thought the Dallas defense did a pretty good job on him. Uh, Joe, you look right now at the series in terms of the favorite for the most games seven or fear, seven is the favorite. Mm-hmm. 
Six is the second favor. Again, we're, we're looking at what likely is a long series. Let me throw one thing at you I think is a sucker bet. It feels like a crazy thing to bet on. I, I saw I, – I forget what book it was, but someone posted that someone hit this in the Miami-Boston series. Series correct win order. Like, oh Boston my wins game. It That's seems tough. crazy, doesn't it? That's nuts. Yeah. There are, I mean, there someone are did hit it last round, which is crazy because that was a weird series. And what, like, the road teams winning all those games? Like, that was yeah. – if you hit that, that I'm sure the number was gigantic. But that I, I will not be betting on, you know, Golden State game one, Boston game two, and then – so on and so forth. No, no. So on the Golden State side, if you're looking for correct score to predict the series, 4-2, 4-3, all that. The favorite on the Golden State side is 4-3. The second favorite is 4-1. The favorite on the Boston side, because they don't have home court, is 4-2. The second favorite is 4-3. The, the long shot, the biggest long shot on the board, obviously Boston. They're the underdog uh, to win the series. 4-0. So uh, wacky markets, and maybe we'll come up with some angles over the next couple of days. Will there be a buzzer beater in the series? You have to have no time left. Um, yes, I saw 14-1. to You can bet on the number of road wins. Celtics have had a lot of playoff road wins. Actually, both teams, a good amount, because those short series on the Golden State side. The favorite is two road wins. Zero is 25-1. to uh, will we see a comeback of at least 20 points in a game? Yes, is 6-1. to one. Close games. That's been the storyline throughout the playoffs. That's, all that's these an interesting outs. one. Yep. That, that's a really interesting one. And so how they define close games is a game decided by three points or fewer. The favorite is one. The second favorite is zero close games. Wow. So, you know, the NBA is so weird. Would it surprise you that that's the storyline over the last three weeks? And then all of a sudden, this is a, a nip and tuck series coming down in the final it, possession. It, it would not. It, it would not. not. Same here. Uh, you can, you can uh, bet on the leader in points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game, threes made. I wonder who the, the favorite is there for the series. The distance of the longest shot made in the series. They give you gaps like 25 to 29 feet, 30 to 34 feet. Uh, I, I think that's what's going to be fun. A lot of these uh, different markets. So you don't have to just pick the title winner or pick the finals MVP. A lot of fun fun ways to attack it. And then we'll, we'll have the adjusted series prices throughout. It's almost like the Super Bowl in a way with all these different markets. I mean, there's a ton yeah. out there. It's a ton. Yeah. Uh, quickly, game one, just to hit the number there. Right now we're sitting at Boston getting three and a half. Warriors three and a half point favorites at home in game one. Two eleven and a half on the total. So obviously factor in the defenses and how good they are. It's not a super high total considering some of the offensive players we have three and a half. Firstly, it might be Boston. Based on the the health, I think that might climb to, to at least four. It could. It certainly could. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Tuesday side. All right. We got to break down this Tommy fam, Jock Peterson, fantasy football war that ended in a slap over the weekend. That's next, right here on the Beck UL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on Beck QL Daily from Beck QL.